Hello. Welcome back to Emotions and Potions. A love slash hate letter to I'm Ashton. And I'm Alex. And welcome back to the Emotions and Potions podcast. We're so excited for this week's episode where we are hitting it hard with some mafia romance. Today we have a, a different mafia-esque book by Willa Winters called Dirty Dom. And it's part of a series, but it is a standalone. Yep. Those boys are trouble. The Valetti Crime Family series. Yeah, and this is also on Kindle Unlimited. Um, all books, I believe, are Kindle Unlimited. And then also the collection of mm-hmm. all five books. Obviously, we're just talking about the first one, Dirty Dom, today. But if you're interested, after listening to this pod... It is a series of five total books. And they're available Kindle Unlimited. Um, Willow Winters. Willow Winters, yeah. All right, so should we jump into the synopsis of... Dirty Dom? Yeah, Ashton, kick us off with that synop. All right. So from USA Today, best-selling author Willow Winters comes a hot mafia standalone romance. I'm not always proud of the man I am, but when you grow up in a crime family, there aren't a lot of options. I do what I have to do. More than often, I fucking love it. The power, the women, the money, all of it comes easy to me until Becca walked into my office. Everything about her was tempting. Her beautiful eyes that pierced into me, her body that was made for sin. She came to pay off a debt, but I wanted more. So I did what I've always done. I took what I wanted. She's a good girl who never should have walked through that door. I never should have touched her, but now that I have, I can't stop. I'll push her boundaries. She'll cave to the temptation. We'll both forget about the danger, and that's a mistake I can't afford. Dun, dun, dun! Ooh, dirty dom. So to give you a little bit more background into this book, it was published in 2017, and it's about 234 pages. So it's a shorter read. Yes. But yeah, that sounds... That's about right. Yeah, I mean, as far as the synopsis goes with accuracy and... That's a good quick glimpse in. Doesn't give too much away. It doesn't spoil anything. Where We're about to spoil everything. (laughs) All the things. All of the things. So now that we've kind of talked about what this book is about, Alex, can you please bring us into the potion segment of emotions and potions? Yes, I certainly can. So what do we have today, girl? All right. So this episode's potion is brought to you by Simply Divine Oil and Wine in the lovely Greenville, North Carolina. Imported Buffalo, New York? Yes. What? (laughs) Okay. So this week I went with an Italian wine because the Valettis are a Italian crime family. So what better way than to celebrate this book than with some Italian wine? This is um, a Lambrusco del Emilia. I'm not bothering with <laughs> with that with this bit. Um, <laughs> but the label's kind of cool. It's like a it's a family sitting at the table with their wine, their eating. wine, eating their Italian meal, maybe a pasta. taco. Yeah, I see some pasta. Taco? Where? Right there. Is that a taco? That looks like a taco. <laughs> <laughs> Is that like some cheese? <laughs> yep, yep. Olives, grapes, something, something. Yeah, I like that. I like the. Uh, but it just it gave art. me family vibes. Yeah, Italian family vibes, and. Um, this is a this is a red sparkling wine. It is a product of Ooh. Italy um, from Buffalo, New York, which we are big fans of the <laughs> Buffalo. <laughs> but this yes. is going to be more of a um, semi-sweet 
red. Woo. Okay. It's a little. I hope I like it. I hope I'm so, so picky. I, I hate it. It's, I'm so sorry. It's, it's not a Moscato. Oh, okay. But it's not, <laughs> it's, it's not going into like cab. Right. Ugh. Ugh. Just smelling red wine makes me want to vomit. It's sweeter than it smells. Okay, that's good because this smells not sweet. <laughs> Clean. <laughs> okay, that's not terrible. It's drinkable. It doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't have that like burn that a cab does. But it does have. It has like. It's definitely drier than what I normally go for. Mm-hmm. That's but why I feel like on the semi sweet. Yeah. No, but it has a good flavor. I think and I mean, a- I could drink a glass of this. Like I'll drink this throughout the pod. I think it's yeah. a good introduction into a drier wine if you like more sweet. Okay. And yeah, and for some reason I can definitely see Dirty Dom and Becca drinking their their red sparkling wine at family dinner. <laughs> Here's to the Lambrusco. Yes. Okay, Alex. Well done. I approve. Stamp of approval from Ash. Woo! Yes. All right. So now we got some potions in us. Ashton Tell me about our characters of this book. Yes. So we have Dom, Dirty Dom, (laughs) and he is our male lead. So he's described as having dark hair, blue eyes, tall, built, roughly about 29. He's the oldest son in the Valenti crime family. So he would be next in line to be the Don, which is the head person of the family of the mafia. However, he does not want this position. He's never really wanted this position. And he actually passes it on to his younger brother, Vince. He currently, with the family, does the books. And he has his own bookie business on the side. So he's very smart. He went to college. He has a degree in statistics, I believe. And then we have Becca, who is our lead female character. So she is described or depicted as having brown hair, green eyes, curvier, 31, She's also a single mom to her son, Jax. She owns a successful Italian restaurant. So she's an entrepreneur, boss lady, boss bitch. Her parents were killed in a car crash um, when she was younger. So this is kind of some trauma we see from her throughout the book regarding that. Her ex-husband, they were in the process of getting a divorce. Rick. He actually dies. He had a heart attack. Um, but before that, him and Becca were actually in the motion of getting a divorce. Mm-hmm. Um, Rick cheated on her and she caught him. And he's also kind of scummy. He, Very scummy. Yeah, he tried to get custody of Jax. Like, he tried to get full custody and pretty much take him away from Becca. He also had a gambling problem and gambled away a lot of her money. Mm-hmm. And with all of those custody lawyer fees come from Becca and yep. her business. So he's just really shitty. And she hasn't been treated well in a really long time. She's very independent and strong-willed. And then kind of to get into the familia, if you will, of Dom's family. So we have Vince, who is his younger brother. We have Dante, who is Dom's dad and who's also the Don. So he is the mafia boss. Dante Don. Dante Don. We also then have Linda, who is his mother. And Clara, who is his sister. And then we have some of the um, extended family. We have Johnny, who is Dom's employee. And he's kind of the muscle. He helps him along with, like, the bookie deals. Mm-hmm. There, He's kind of the one that leads the deals. And Dom is kind of, like, overseeing. 
We also have Jack, who is a long-term mafia member, who's like roughly about 40, like in his 40s, so middle-aged. I feel like he probably has like got into the family because of Dante. Yes. Yeah. Then we have Tommy and Anthony, who are both brothers, who are um, Dom's cousins, Mm -hmm. who are also involved in the mafia. Um, Tommy is like an enforcer-esque type. He's the muscle. He goes out and collects. And then Anthony is like their assassin. He's the person that he tortures people to get information. He's the one you really don't want to meet. He's smart and he knows exactly how to get information from somebody. So yeah, if you see Anthony, not a good thing. You have Enzo, who is Dom's uncle. And Tommy and Anthony's dad. Tommy and Anthony's dad. You have Jimmy, who's another cousin. And then Gino, who is Jimmy's son, who is a roughly around the age of Jack's. Mm-hmm. So those are kind of the main characters, people that we'll see kind of throughout this series and this book. So now that we've kind of gotten that out of the way, Alex, do you want to go into our plot summary? Tell us what Dirty Dom is about. Before we get into plot summary, I do want to um, point out some content warnings and triggers for this book. Um, We got some graphic sex, some Dom-sub relationships, unprotected sex, death of parents and spouse, cheating, stalking, violence, kidnapping, torture, murder, (laughs) and other illegal activities. Yeah, sounds about, I think you got them all. Sounds about right? I think so. I think you got them all. (laughs) And then some tropes within the book. You got insta-lust, insta-love. Insta-everything. Insta-all the things. Um, Some BDSM, alpha male mafia happily ever after yes yeah that pretty much sums that up too so now spoiler warning i'm about to ruin this whole book yep (laughs) so our story starts off with becca her husband rick has recently died and he has left her with all of his booking bookie and gambling debt becca goes to pay off the debt to dom valetti Dom decides he's going to make Becca his. You're mine. You are mine. Picture the Batman voice. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And he begins this by gathering all background profile information, information he can on Becca. Dom goes to Sunday dinner at his family's house. And this is where we discover he comes from a mafia family, though Dom does not take part of much of the mafia business. Dom starts plotting how to make Becca his girl, while Becca is struggling with dealing with her grief and anger at her dead ex-husband, being a single mom, a restaurant owner, and these sexual desires she has for Dom. Dom then shows up to Becca's home unannounced to make amends for their first encounter by trying to seduce her further. (laughs) Classic. Sorry for the sex. Let's have more sex. <laughs> I'm sorry about the sex earlier, but like, I want to have sex now again. <laughs> so, yeah. But let's exchange names. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I'm Tom. <laughs> nice to meet you. Come on in, buddy. Right. <laughs> Throughout the book, Dom uses their sexual connection to sway Becca to realize that they should be together. Red flag? Sorry. Maybe. <laughs> when it's said like that, it sounds like a red flag. Accurate statement. Though. 
<laughs> However, this leads to many hot and cold interactions with Dom and Becca. And we find out a rival mafia family is trying to cut into the Valetti business and territory. They've already sent someone to try and kill Dom. And their moves are escalating. This drives Dom to want to protect Becca and her son Jax. Because he's worried about them. And he's also worried that um, this rival mafia may have seen Becca with him. So Dom returns to Becca's house the same evening to do a safety check on the house and property. A safety check. And, you know, also spy on his girl. (laughs) But safety check. (laughs) After Becca and Jax's playdate guests leave, Dom invites himself inside yet again. (laughs) And lets Becca know she's, she belongs to him. You are mine. Batman voice. (laughs) (laughs) They go for round two for the day (laughs) in the bedroom after uh, Dom makes a comment about um, Becca's husband never fucking her like he does. She kicks him out (laughs) again. Warranted. (laughs) Warranted. Very warranted. Dom does realize he made a, a huge mistake with this and he thinks he's lost his shot with Becca. Womp womp. She's having a really hard time emotionally with all the things. <laughs> yeah, all of the things. <laughs> Rightfully so. Um, so she decides to go to work um, where she then gets kidnapped by the rival DeLuca Mafia. On brand for Mafia romance, there's always a kidnapping of some sort. So sorry, Becca, you're receiving that one. Par for the course, sweetheart. Yeah. She gets badly beaten Um while they're asking her for information that she does not have on the Valettis, because literally she's just met Dom, like, two days ago. She literally just learned his name, like, a day ago. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They're barking up the wrong tree, and yeah, way to do your research, not. (laughs) Dom did better research. (laughs) Dom and his family do rescue her, and they take Becca and her son to his mother's house, After Becca gets looked over by a doctor, Dom informs her that she and Jax will be staying with him until the DeLucas are taken care of, meaning killed. (laughs) (laughs) AKA. AKA killed. Also known as murder. (laughs) (laughs) While having dinner with Dom's family and getting to know everyone and the dynamics of the family and the dynamics of being a part of a mafia family – Becca starts to wrestle with the idea of, like, if is this the life she wants for herself and ultimately for her son, even though she is starting to fall for Dom at this point. Dom and the family do finish off the DeLucas, and after this, Dom decides he wants to leave the family business so he can be with Becca. Um, Becca then gets to return to her home, and then she immediately gets questioned by the police about her disappearance. Dom witnesses this interaction that Becca has with the police, but he does realize she hasn't given any information to the cops. One of the Valetti family members, Jack, he wants Becca eliminated due to her being questioned by the police. However, Dom lets the family know she's off limits. Yeah, because one of their main rules is they don't, there's no such thing as witnesses. Mm -hmm. So Becca's involvement and she's a woman That's kind of where Jack is coming at, being like, we have to terminate this threat. Like, we've always done. But obviously, Dom having feelings for Becca, 
no, no way. He's like, no. no, no way. Dom winds up going to Becca's restaurant to get his girl. Get your girl. <laughs> and him attempting to get her to agree to be his is thwarted by another attempt on her life. Poor freaking girl, man. This hit was called in by Jack. Jack gets dealt with by the family. A.K.A. murdered. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> then Dom winds up telling Becca he's selling his business and getting out of the mafia life and reassures Becca that her son can have a normal upbringing and that they'll deal with him knowing about the mafia side of the family when the time comes. Becca finally relents and gives in to Dom and they become an official couple. We do get a time jump three years later. Becca and Dom are married with a two-year-old son. And Becca is currently pregnant with a daughter. And Dom has gone on to get his PhD in statistics and is now a professor. So that's kind of like his career path. He's still low-key involved in the mafia. He's never totally out of the picture. No. But he's definitely not part of it of it either. So yeah, happy ever, happily ever after. They got it. Cheers to Dom and Becca. Cheers to Dom and Becca, because, man, they went through it. In this 243-page page It was pager, a lot for... Woo, Willow. Okay, Alex, so that was a lot to take in. Pretty good wrap-up, though. Pretty good wrap-up. I mean, that is everything you need to know. In a, in a nutshell, essentially, obviously, there's a lot of sex thrown in, which oh, we'll yeah. get to. Oh, yeah, we got Duh. a whole smut talk section. Yeah, because this book was very smutty, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Pretty smutty. Um, so we will definitely talk about that. But do we want to kind of dive into our love and hates for this episode? Yes. Okay. So I will start, if you don't mind. Not at all. Go right ahead, my dear. Okay. So one of my loves for this book is the prologue. Yes. So how Willow writes the prologue, it's only a few-page prologue, but it is in the point of view of both parties, of both Dom and uh, Becca. And how Willow depicts this is by a bold font and a non-bold font. Mm -hmm. So the bold is Dom, the non-bold or regular is Becca. And so the first scene is literally a smut scene. It's them getting it on in the office when she comes to pay the money that Rick owed. Yep. Um, and I kind of, I've never seen this. Me either. But I really liked it. For a chapter. Because yeah. we both said if it was the whole book, it would be too much. Yeah. You can't do the whole book like that. No, it would get very confusing. But for just this portion, I really loved it. I was like, I love how it would just go back and forth between the two characters mm-hmm. in that moment. So it's like you're getting the real time different point of views versus how the rest of the book is chapter by chapter. One chapter Becca. is Dom. Right. One chapter is Becca. Yeah, and so I I appreciated that. And we've Alex and I, we've continued reading the series and she does this with the prologues for every book, mm-hmm. which I really enjoy. And yeah. I'm I'm glad that she brought that element into it. And that's something I haven't seen yet. In no. Books. And it was fun. It was. it was like fun to read. Yes, I'm glad that we were on the same page for that one. So, my biggest love is I love Dom. I did too. I liked him as a lead. I really liked him. He's one of my new book boyfriends. I definitely am a fan of like a Dom-Sub-esque kind of relationship. 
when it comes to like the bedroom like i'm definitely here for that oh yeah and so like dom kind of like hit all of those oh he hit all the right spots. the dirty talk the innuendos just the like just enough degradation at times like sometimes a little too far for for becca and what she's going through but other than that i was just like definitely here for Mm -hmm. it and then also like i just loved even dom outside of the bedroom like he's very smart he's very much a family man and then kind of like an in-between of his personality and bedroom side is like i like that he knew what he wanted and he went for it yeah like he wanted becca he got Becca. Yeah. And he is like, even though he does kind of come off strong and he is very dominant, he he is a very like. But he cares. Like, yes. He actually is caring. And there's um, parts of the book where, especially after Becca gets kidnapped the first time, like he's taking care of her wounds. He's running her like a salt bath he hires someone to take over the management mm-hmm. duties while becca is healing healing which is like these are just small things that we just like to see with a male lead like yeah. you just want some goodness from your characters too. and like he gets up in the middle of the night to like go check on her son to make sure he's still asleep and the fact that dom isn't super involved with the mafia side so he's mm-hmm. not going on hits he's no. not involved in that aspect but when Becca goes missing, he's frontline. Yeah. He is charging in there. He's taking care of business. He's do what you got to do. Woman. Yeah, do what you got to do for your freaking girl. I'm here for that. I also like kind of going on like talking about Becca's kidnapping and stuff. I definitely enjoyed Willow's um, multiple bigger plot points that mm-hmm. kind of happen in this. It is a shorter book. Yes. And Willow, we've read quite a bit of Willow, different series, more so of her darker stuff. And something that we both notice is that Willow is so good at packing in like plot twist, packing in that plot. And yes. she does a great job. I mean, I definitely was on a roller coaster. Oh, with you know becca so. becca kind of you know getting kidnapped and then almost getting assassinated outside the restaurant it definitely had that mafia-esque like the violence mm-hmm. aspect i thought that willow did a good job at i i i wasn't bored and so i'm a fan of like a nickname and the nickname in this i don't know i haven't asked you so dom calls becca doll that's kind of his term of endearment mm-hmm. how did you feel about it so i do like the term of endearment doll however <laughs> i do think it got overused a little bit it was throughout the whole series every brother has a term of endearment in which they call their female love interest mm-hmm. and i will say it's a lot it's it's almost like every single time he addresses her he's calling her doll it, yes, so I, I could see how you – it was overkill. Yeah. But I thought it was cute. It's cute. Like, I liked the name. Yeah, I liked the name. It was just a lot. It was just a little overkill. The last thing that I'll mention that I really loved, and that was a little bit different with a mafia romance, but I was not mad at it. Mm-hmm. I, in this realm, this universe, this mafia family, I kind of enjoyed that they all actually had a good relationship with each other. Yes. I liked that Vince and Dom had a good relationship with their dad, Dante. I liked that Dante and Linda, the his wife, mm-hmm. had a good relationship. 
it's it's nice to see sometimes in a mafia romance these healthy like happy family relationships because you normally don't see that yeah because you've read you've read a lot more mafia books yeah than I have. and and that's definitely not the norm it happens every now and again you will see it from time to time but for the most part you know eight seven eight out of ten times it's the son is not going to be getting along with the dad it's most of the time the dad is a potential like bad guy and the dad in this was fantastic loved him like he very much supports all of his children's choices i mean he let he let dom leave the mafia you don't leave the mafia i mean besides being killed that's the way of leaving the mafia (laughs) right (laughs) so it's like i liked that i liked linda Mm -hmm. she was just like and she's just like what i picture an italian mom like just you know she would she cooks sunday dinner Every Sunday. Expects everyone home for Sunday dinner. Yes. And it's just that, just very like loving, supporting mom. And also kind of has Dante on a leash, which I love. But we'll call everybody out. Yeah. She will. Nothing's getting by mama. No. That was one of my loves. Mm -hmm. I love just the whole Valenti family dynamic. It was just, it was, it was needed, especially for a lot of these darker themes and things that happen with this book to have those warm, fuzzy moments and to get you to want our female main character to join this family. Right. Like yeah. if they weren't such a good family, I'd be like, run, for run, the hills. <laughs> run for the hills, Becca. Yeah. Another thing I did love with this book was I really liked the choice with Becca Willow made like making her a single mom making her a couple years older than Dom yes I forgot about that aspect yes I'm so glad you said that and like making her have her own business and being successful on her own and like she was the breadwinner Mm -hmm. with Rick yeah and how like she was married before like she's a she's a widower and also I just think huge underline bold the fact that Becca is older I feel like it's very rare in romance that we see the woman being older. And even it's two or three years, it's really not that big of an age gap. No, it's not. But within romance, it's always the guy. And it I feel like it's always like at least two years. Like sometimes you get a year. Mm-hmm. But like for most times, it's normally like bigger age gaps and the guy is always older. Yeah. So I liked that dom went for like an older woman who also had a kid of her own Mm -hmm. because not a lot of guys i don't think would like would be like wanting to pursue someone and you wouldn't necessarily expect like the playboy bad boy that dom is to necessarily go for that go for that and have like that instant love instant lust for this woman and when we say instant love instant lust we are not kidding which brings me to a hate (laughs) perfect (laughs) you have the mic (laughs) I realized I'm not a huge fan of instant love. Me neither. Like, I'm here for instant lust, but I don't necessarily care for um, our characters, like, saying I love you to each other. Like, this three weeks. This (laughs) whole thing is, like, a two-week time span. Until the epilogue, where it's just a three-year Where we get the three-year jump. Um, so thankfully it worked out for them. <laughs> <laughs> However, <laughs> I just 
wasn't a huge fan of that part. The only time I'm okay with an instant love, because I'm in, I'm in the same boat. I've kind of over time realized that this isn't something that I personally love in a romance book either. The only time that I can kind of get behind an instant love is if the characters, it's like a second chance where they've already been together in the past. Yeah. That's been established. And then they're coming back into each other's life and shit happens fast. I, I can get behind that. I can get behind that. But like these people, like we're they strangers. literally, Becca literally walks into a, a, a bookie office, bookie office and, and they, they gets fucked against the wall. Immediately. No condom. Yeah. No protection. Which is one of my hates. Because yeah. I just think that in this situation, like this could have easily been a one night stand kind of thing. And I feel like if you're having a one night stand, you always have to wrap it before you tap it. Right. You just, I just feel like that is kind of the go-to. And so that kind of, I was just like, it's just not smart. I get it that it's like in the moment. Mm -hmm. They're living in the moment. It just happened. But it continues to happen and it's not really addressed. Like, she takes plan B. Mm -hmm. Which I did appreciate that little. Yes. like which is, which is responsible. Some additional information with that, her getting plan B. And then thankfully she does. they start. And then thankfully she does start to have a converse. Her and Dom do start to like then talk about their intimacy. Um, so you get a little bit more information as we've, as they go along but at that point it's like they've already had sex a couple right. of times and the only thing that i can kind of get away like let it slide a little bit is the fact that becca does have some like remorse like she's kind of being like you're stupid why did this happen like she's kind of beating herself over it, up over it mm -hmm. so that's i mean that's a positive where it's like you know in the moment shit happens whatever and like she does have that voice in her head being like you can't do this again yeah Kind of thing. But, but she, she does. does. <laughs> but she does. But again, thankfully it all worked out for them. Yes. So one of my hates is a person. And that is Rick. Rick wasn't even in this book. He's already <laughs> dead. He's yeah. already gone. And I still was like, every time he was brought up, I was like, this prick. He was awful. I'm so glad he was already dead because I would have wanted Dom to kill him. Yeah. And Dom is so much better for oh, Rebecca. Yes. Like, Rick was just... He was trash. Yeah. I just... You always have a character that you hate, right? Mm -hmm. Rick is mine. Yeah. And Jack. Yeah. Because Jack tries to have Becca killed and just can't chill. Those are acceptable hates. <laughs> yeah. Those are the two characters on my hate list. I, I can't... I don't fuck with them. Okay? <laughs> Rightfully so. And they're both dead. So see ya. <laughs> So one of my kind of hates, and this is just kind of a major theme with a lot of Willow's books in general, is I feel like the plot moves a little too quickly for such heavy themes. Like, I want some of these themes to be explored and given more. Yes. I have to say that with this book, when I flipped the page from that last page of the, the normal book into mm -hmm. the epilogue, I kind of was low-key shocked that it was the epilogue because it it's literally like you have all of this crazy shit going on and it mm -hmm. just abruptly, like they get it solved, but then it just abruptly ends. And yes. I don't get any fluff that I'm like, I just want to see Dom and Becca happy. Mm -hmm. Like give me three, four chapters of fluff. Especially since like all this intense 
shit that they've gone through for the whole book. And Willow does such a good job, like, immersing you into this world. And, like, I'm breezing through this book. Like, I need to know what happens next. I oh, mean, my goodness. Yeah. Like, you get sucked in. But then it just kind of feels like a letdown. Yeah. It's kind of just like, like, oh. You're on this high and then it just like immediately Like the floor is just, yeah, the floor is ripped from beneath you Mm -hmm. and you are just, yep. It's just done. So I just wish we either got more chapters, like the book was a little bit longer because again, this is a shorter, quicker read. Which I'm not mad at. Which I'm not mad at at all. Or take one or two of the heavier elements elements out, out and then it's more well-rounded. Yes. Yeah, I th- I personally just feel like Willow wants to pack as much in. And I'm here for that. And she does a great job. She's, she does. She's very smart when it comes to coming up with plots Yeah, she and comes things. up with great things that I wouldn't it's think like of. It's like she's 80% there. But mm-hmm. that 20%. It's just the ending portion. So, yeah, that was really my main problem with the overall book is just I kind of was just felt a little let down. Not let down enough where I stopped reading the series because I'm on the last book of the series. (laughs) And thankfully, we do start to get some of those fluffier moments as the series goes on because you still get glimpses of Dom and Becca because the Valetti family is so close knit. You do start to get some of those fluff pieces and see how they are as a couple other characters after this story is over. So like it starts to kind of get better Mm -hmm. as the series go as the series goes on. But then I just keep stumbling into the same issue with each couple. Alex and I have read multiple books by Willow. And this is just something that we've seen throughout all of her books. So it's, it probably is just her writing style. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with it because, like, obviously we're reading her shit. Like, yeah. we're fans. Like, we like it. Yeah, definitely like it. It's just that we personally just want a little bit more. Yeah, it's just, just like little, that. It's like, like you have me sucked in. Give give me more. It's almost like when you go to Olive Garden and they don't offer to top you off on cheese. Yep. You know what I mean? <laughs> like that let down, man. It's, it's, it's something very tiny, but it's like that. It's just like, oh, it would have just been so much. It would have just been like, yes. It just hurts my heart a little. Yes. I'm, yeah, I'm so glad we agree on that one. Those are our love and hates. Overall, though, not bad. Let's talk about smut. Yes. We got to talk about the smut in this book because there was a lot of it. There was. So, how many pages was this book again? 234. So for a 234-page book, you get eight full-on smutty scenes. That's a lot for 200 for the length and what's going on in this book plot-wise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a lot of smut. And then you're also still getting like inner monologues about like lusting after the other. So you're getting even more because even when they're not together, it's like all they can really think, think about, about is each mm-hmm. other. So we kind of have a joint favorite, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Which I think you kind of mentioned it earlier, which is the prologue. Yeah. I mean, literally, this book starts off with a bang. With a bang, baby. With an office bang. Yeah, with a very dominant quick bang. Right up against the wall. Mm-hmm. Like ripping the panties. That yeah, that whole thing. Just... So then Becca has to go to her son's soccer game afterwards with no panties on. Oh my god! 
I mean, her assistant was literally waiting in the car outside of the office for her. So she comes out <laughs> freshly fucked. <laughs> and her assistant's like, her assistant's like, uh, what happened? Yeah, poor Becca, because Becca is just emotionally going through it right now. Because what, her husband's been dead for like three days? No, I think it was like three months. Not very long. It, it wasn't long. It was very recent. But yeah, this scene and also how it's written is just – and, like, Dom is just so bossy. Like, he's just always, like, strip yeah. now. Like, get naked now. I need you now. I want to fuck now. It's a little bossy, but low-key here for it. Yeah, like, literally, he, he tells her, strip now. Yeah. Hasn't gotten her name, but strip now. I just need to be inside you. <laughs> <laughs> and Ooh. it's – and I do find it funny because every time he kind of gives the command, he's has that inner dialogue of like, I'm an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. And like when she leaves, he can kind of tell that she's a little shook. And he's kind of like, fuck. He's like, I messed that up. I didn't he's play like, this I way. went the wrong way with this girl. <laughs> Whoops. And also Willow's writing in these scenes, not as dirty as maybe priest i don't think her writing was as dirty as sierra simone but willow really pulls it out i mean she doesn't stray away from terms and she's visual the dirty talk yes yes so this scene 10 out of 10 i mean oh yeah it started the book off on a good note (laughs) oh and i love how he ends it with thanks for the payment doll as she's walking out her walk of shame (laughs) poor becca (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he really kind of was a dick he was yeah but we love it Loki. but then he's like oh wait there's something about this girl i want her yes i need her yes i gotta make this right which leads me into my favorite i think my overall favorite scene which is when he comes over that night to apologize mm-hmm. safe, safe word. word which here for and so Becca pretty much like tries to kind of run but obviously Dom's not having that and they end up having sex in her like living room on the floor yeah and they obviously do not use protection once again and after she just beat herself up about that yes and I don't know I just I liked this interaction this is also the interaction where they get each other's names Mm -hmm. so it's getting a little bit more personal I just kind of liked Becca biting him like i think that's like a bad bitch move yeah this is where we get like a primal chasing fighting sex scene yeah that's basically what this one is yes and then what was what was your favorite so my favorite is the very next sex scene which is the same day (laughs) just (laughs) Just, that night (laughs) just that night a little bit later when he comes back and he lets himself in and they're like sneaking up upstairs and um, Becca was like, you know, quickly kind of chasing Dom out of the house because during your sex scene, um, she gets like a notification from her assistant that her and that she's bringing that she's like a little late for dropping off her son. So she like rushes Dom out. So he's a little upset about being like brushed off. So about he, getting kicked out, yeah, essentially after having sex. <laughs> so he comes back to punish her, 
and I am into like the punishment yeah. side of things. You know, he tells her to get on all fours and take her punishment because something like Don, Don, Dom is obsessed with Becca's butt. Yeah. <laughs> and this is where we start to see that. Like he just can't stop thinking of her booty. Of her booty. She's got a nice booty. Like he wants to spank it. He wants to bite it. He wants to put his dick in it. <laughs> <laughs> All the things. All the things. And again, we get the, com- you know, the strip now command here. And here we also get um, orgasm control. Yeah. As part of the punishment. Like, don't come until I tell you. Yep. Meanwhile, he's, like, doing nothing but pleasuring her. That would (laughs) cause her to, like, climax and orgasm. And he's like, you better not. You best not, girl. And she doesn't. She's good at being a sub. She's Mm -hmm. good at being submissive. Which is another thing that he finds really attractive about her. Because he is very dominant. And he likes that submission. And during this scene, he's also making her watch them fuck oh i did love that in the mirror in the mirror yeah which was very hot i'm here for that that yeah this so this scene had a lot of things because everything that you're saying i also very i really liked the main reason why i didn't pick this one to be my favorite is how it ends and yeah. how it so abruptly ends yeah this one doesn't end in the best way this is where he is this where he makes the yeah yeah this is where he makes the comment about your husband never fucked you like this. Which, as he's low-key starting ugh. to do, like, anal with her. And then, you know, like, obviously Becca's husband is newly deceased. Yeah, he's a, yeah. He's, she doesn't like him yeah, as a person, but. <laughs> yeah, he's about to, you know, go in the back door, which is already kind of a big thing. It doesn't happen here. Um no, because she, she starts, like, crying. She, yeah, she freaks out, and she's like, I hate you. Get the fuck out. She's like, leave, 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 leave. And so that was really the only reason, because all the other, sh- like, stuff that you mentioned, like, the punishment, the mirror, the orgasm control, like, I was oh, all here for it. I just, I just hated how it abruptly ended and how it kind of ended on a negative mm-hmm. note, which is why I was like, I can't have this as my favorite but it was such a good so – up good. until that point, it was such a good there scene. There so many good things with it. Yeah. And, like, you with, – with Dom, like, you get a lot of – you get a lot of dominance. Like, mm-hmm. that is really the main thing that you're going to get with these sex scenes. Especially in the beginning. Um, then things do start to switch after she gets kidnapped and he does show her more um, of a softer side. Well, I think that he starts to, like, let his emotions show as Mm -hmm. well. And then also, like, you know, she comes back bruised and bloodied and broken ribs. Like, she was put through the ringer. How he found her. We didn't mention this. But how he they found her, she was hanging upside down by her ankles by rope. And they were literally waterboarding her, essentially. In a sink. In a sink. Like, she had to. Ha- hold herself up mm-hmm. so she didn't drown. Yeah, it was very intense. Like, they were smacking her around. Like, it was intense. Like, she got the shit beat out of yeah. her. So when he finds her and, you know, you're getting these sex scenes very shortly after that kind of treatment. Side to him as well. Mm-hmm. Another thing that we do see from the scene that you 
was your favorite. Mm-hmm. We kind of started to get into like the butt stuff. Yeah. We do get a full. You do get a full anal scene. Yep. So if that's not your thing, um, skip that one. Yep. And that's a little bit later. And it's funny. After. <laughs> because I found it funny. After they have anal, that's when Dom tells her that he loves her. <laughs> I didn't I didn't notice that. Seriously? Yeah. That's funny. It's like he whispers it like as she's falling asleep. He's oh, like, I love Oh yeah. Oh my god, you're right. That's hilarious. <laughs> Dom. What a romancer. I know. <laughs> you let me do you in the butt. I love you. <laughs> you're mine forever, girl. That ass is mine. But overall, I mean, heavy sex. Heavy sex. Detailed. Mm-hmm. And it's different. Every sex scene is a little bit different. You get the same themes, but it isn't like you're just reading the same thing over and over. Yeah, the sex scenes aren't being recycled and, like, regurgitated at you. No, and even throughout the series. Like, each brother very... kind of has a different kink, different way of going about stuff. Yes, yes. Which, it makes it not a boring read especially when you get like series with like mafia sometimes it can be a little repetitive and you're kind of like this is the same story just different characters thankfully with willows i'm not really seeing that obviously you're gonna have very similar themes through all books like all the men are kind of dominant but they go about handling their dominance in in different ways so okay do we want to move on to casting Yes, time for the, the casting call. Casting call. One of your favorite parts. And normally we cheat and we discuss our casting calls before we record, but we didn't for this book because we kind of did it last minute. <laughs> it felt very last minute. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was. Um, so I'm super excited. How many did you pick? So I have two for Becca and only one for Dom. Okay. What about you? I have one for each. So for my Becca, I'll go with my my two, okay. the one that has two. So I kind of went little different route. Okay. Um, so I think my overall number one casting, who I could actually see playing this role current day, is Lindsay Morgan. She's in the one hundred, and she plays Raven. And so, yeah, I I, like I don't that. know what it is about her, but that's kind of the vibe that I'm kind of liking. I like that as well. It's a good one. Yeah, and a little different because she is kind of more of a low-key actress as well. She's not super, super well-known. But she kills it in the 100. I love that show. So, mm-hmm. And then my my second choice, which I don't think – Maybe I could see her actually being cast. It is going to be a more of a mature choice. Okay. And it is Nikki Reed, which is Rosalie from Twilight. She's also married to Vampire Star, uh, Vampire Diary star Ian Somerhalder. So yes. those are my top two for my female, for my for my Becca. For your Becca. Yeah. So who did who did you choose for Becca? For Becca, I chose. Camila Bell. Oh, oh, I'm not mad at that. Okay, we we chose very different people. Oh, this is tough because I kind of like all of them. I know Camila from like the '90s 
Disney movie Rip Girls. Okay. Like, I know she's done stuff since then, but... I think she dated Joe Jonas. Yeah, she did. Did she? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Back in the day. <laughs> Show our age. Um, that's tough because I really like all of them. They're different. They're all very different from each other, but I like them all the same. Like, yeah. I think that any of them would... They'd I would be great would, choices. Yeah. Oh, that was good. Who's your okay. dog? Okay, okay, okay. Who's your dirty dom? So I'm kind of excited about this. So backstory, I did try to actually get an Italian actor. And I was leaning towards the guy who was in 365 Days. Mm -hmm. That Italian actor, I think his name's like Michelle something. Michael? Michael? Mikel. Mikel. Very Italian. Sorry, I butchered that. Um, I was kind of leaning towards him. I just didn't think he was, like, big enough. Like, Dom is bigger than Vince. So, like, you know, I'm very – when I look at my male casting, like, I want the body type to be exact, kind of similar. Mm-hmm. So I went with Brant Daughtry. He plays Christian Grey's younger brother in Fifty Shades. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. I saw this picture. And I was like, that is my Dom. Yeah. And, like, him and his wife could literally be a Dom and Becca. Oh, my goodness, they could. Right? That's so sweet. I know. I love that. Me too. And so I was like, yeah, I'm casting both of them. (laughs) (laughs) Except you didn't. Except I didn't, because I don't know who his wife is. I didn't look into it, but (laughs) I could have. So who did did you choose? I'm going to figure out how to say this name real quick. Oh, gosh. (laughs) So, my choice for Dom is an Italian actor, Julio Berruti. I came across him, and he's fine. He is. I was, then, I'm not mad at that. Like, hello. Oh, yeah. See, I didn't see those pictures in my search. Those yeah. are from his Instagram. Oh, that's smart. Okay. I mean, I think you win just ultimately because you did go with more of an Italian actor, which I respect. I tried. I just couldn't really find anyone that really did it for me. Should have looked at their Instagram, I guess. <laughs> but I'm not mad at Brant either. Yeah. I think either one is fine. And also, these two together? Beautiful. I mean, beautiful. For sure. For sure. Everything that we talk about, you can find on our Instagram, emotions and potions pod, all one word. No weird spellings. Go and follow us. We post things throughout the week, teasers, clips. And then we also have a link to our Spotify playlist, which leads me into our next segment, which is our song choice of the pod. And so we, as per usual, created a whole playlist for the whole series for the These Boys Are Trouble. So it kind of, that playlist incorporates all of the family members Mm -hmm. but alex what songs how many songs do you have this week i have three okay you have three and what are those all right tell me tell me my first song is my dedication to dom and becca okay as a couple love me harder by ariana grande and the weekend Ooh, okay and then because dom is now my new book my new book boyfriend. Um, I have a song for him. Okay. And it's No Diggity by Blackstreet. Okay. I like that. And then I had to pick a song for just the whole Valetti family. 
And that's Mambo Italiano by Dean Martin. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. I like those choices. Thank I think you. those are really good choices. What about you? Hit, hit, hit me with you. Hit okay. Me with, hit me with your song choices. So I only have two. Okay. So my first song is kind of more of a generalized. It's kind of like funny. Like I kind of think it's funny. But it's Criminal by Britney Spears. Yep. Mama, I'm in love with a criminal. It's, <laughs> it's so funny. I went to go add that one to the playlist. And it gave me like the little pop up. This this, is, ar- this has already been added. So like we same wavelength with that. I mean, I just thought that that was a very just obvious kind of overall. She's she fell in love with a criminal, and she, you I know mean, all the women do in this series. Yeah, nothing wrong with that, ladies. No, <laughs> you can find yourself a good criminal, especially if it's a Valetti man. <laughs> and my second choice, which kind of. I mean, it speaks for itself, I guess. It's called Fuck Away the Pain by Divide the Day. And you added this song, and I actually listened to it, and I was like, first of all, I liked the song, and I was like, (laughs) oh, this is actually very spot on. And it just, Becca is going through a lot of emotional pain throughout this book, and she does kind of use Dom and sex of a way of kind of healing from that. Yep. And so I thought that 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 song kind of just incorporated more of like the emotional. I mean, <laughs> the song's called "Fuck Away Pain," the pain. So I mean, it's he, not he, that emotional. Dom does do that though. He fucks away her pain. Yeah, and she's happy in that epilogue. So he's doing something right. He's doing a lot of things right. Yeah. So those were those were my two top songs. If you want to follow this playlist, we'll have that link on Emotions and Potions Pod. Um, and it's it's about a four and a half hour playlist. So I think there's about like almost 80 songs. Yep. It'll also be in the um, show description for the podcast. Um, it shows up on Spotify, Apple, and Google as well. I think the link works on all of it. Perfect. Well, I guess we're kind of at the last portion, which is our ratings. So what did you give this book overall, Alex? So overall, I gave this 8 out of 10. Wow. Really? Yeah. Okay. Shit. I'm that I'm actually very surprised. Very surprised. I think I rated it a little higher because I kind of knew what to expect with Willow. Fair. So some of the things that did irritate me a little bit, I wish were a little different. I kind of figured I was gonna run into that. So you're preparing yourself. Yeah. You are already kind of so I, knowing. I don't think I'm as critical of it as nor like okay. if this was going to be my first Willow Winters read. Okay. So I rated it based on just not taking into account that I know that this is type of Willow's writing. And I gave it a 6.5. Whoa. Yeah. Because I've read a lot of Mafia. I hold Mafia romances at a very high standard. I'm super bougie when it comes to my romance, my mafia romance. Which is valid because I haven't read as many mafia romances as you have. I've read too many. So I just, I think that there was a lot of good shit and I'm not mad at it. Obviously, I've continued to read the series and I'm going to start the last one tomorrow, probably. So it has no reflection on 
like I still like this book. Mm-hmm. But just in general, I'd give it a six five. Okay. So what about the spice out of five? What did you rate? I gave the spice a three point five. Okay. And I gave it a four. I gave it a four out of five. It was really good spice wise. Um a lot of it, which is why I gave it that point five. But again, there wasn't anything new. The only reason why I rated it a four is because there is like anal. And I feel like that is a little bit still like more taboo. And I feel like other people might look at that as being a little bit more intense. Mm-hmm. We're kind of used to it. We read these types of books way too much. Yeah. So we're kind of like immune it, to it. It takes a lot to shock me. Yeah. At this point. Yes. But I think that with other people, I think that this book is pretty spicy. Yeah. I could see like how I could see giving it a four or even like if you're new to romance and this was like the first series you read giving it even a five spice. But for you personally, it just didn't hit you. Personally, it's only a three five. Fair enough. So Alex, are you loving it or are you hating it? What category does Dirty Dom by Willow Winters fall in for you? It's a love letter. Okay, same. It's a love letter. I mean, I love my girl Willow. I love Willow Winters. I love her stuff. I love her dark romances. I haven't read any of her, like, small uh, small town second chance romances yet. Same. But that's honestly because I'm more so a dark romance fan. Yeah, once you get into dark romance, you can't go back. It's hard. It's hard to go back. It's hard. Yes. Um, same. I haven't really read any of the more, like, softer romances. Um, but overall, I think that this book was really good. I would recommend it to friends. Especially, I read it in half a day. Yeah, especially people who like an intro to Mafia. I think this is a good intro because the one thing that you still don't really see with this a whole lot you do see a little bit more of the interrogations mm-hmm. of, like, the mafia side more than Cruel Eyes. But I've also read other artists or other authors' books with mafia, and they go into a little bit more detail. And I just think that adds more of a well-rounded aspect. You definitely get more than less. I think this is probably a better starting point for people who want to get into a mafia romance than cruel eyes like we did yeah which was supposed to be my starting point yeah i think this is a better starting point and so yeah i think it's a love letter i think that the series is is good it's a quick read it's pretty easy to follow it's not super confusing so yeah love letter love letter to dirty dom love letter to willow winters yes and that brings us to the end of the episode so thank you for listening to emotions and potions a love slash hate letter Today was a love letter. Today was a love letter to Dirty Dom and Willow Winters. Thank you for the good read, Willow. Yes. Join us every Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern time. Yep. And then make sure just to follow that Instagram at Emotions and Potions Pod. And we'll see you next week. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>